0: But we do want to pray uh, for uh, both of their uh, son-in-laws, uh, Ian. Particularly, I can't remember the name of the other one, but but uh, Ian uh, not doing well. They've pretty much uh, quit all treatment and. Uh, Have just you know we just put it in in your hands Father we pray that your will will be done there be with the family during this difficult time and uh, bless the houses they'll be traveling around Uh, Miss Martha would like for us to pray for her back Lord we do pray that you would touch and heal that as well as she's dealing with quite a bit of pain over the last few days Uh, thankful that she's here pray that you'll bless her Brother Kenny also not feeling well Lord I pray that you'll touch and heal his body uh, as well. Um, brother Brad praying for uh, his brother, a uh, father who needs to be saved. Uh, he's got some knee surgery coming up and uh, just pray that you'll continue to soften his heart towards the things of God. Uh, Miss Sharon wanting to pray for uh, their son Robert and his daughter Victoria. They'll be traveling from Colorado uh, tomorrow. Pray for travel grace and safety. Lift uh, Victoria up to her Lord. She's only 16 battling some, some AFib issues possibly. So we lift that up and pray that you'll bless and touch their uh, as well, and Miss Barbara I'd like to pray for her friend, Cheryl. Uh, had her kidney removed; uh, they found cancer there and and uh, a tumor. And uh, so, Father, we pray that the, uh, you know, with that being gone, Lord, that she'll. Uh, you know, not have any more of that in her, Lord, that you'll uh, touch and heal there and that she's cancer-free now. Pray for her recovery as well. Miss Emma, continue to pray for everybody. And uh, Father, we thank you for that as well. Father, we just pray now you'll bless uh, this Sunday school time and uh, Father, that you'll uh, uh, help us to understand some things, Lord, uh, about healing even. And uh, uh, most of the prayer requests this morning, I noticed, were about healing. And so, father fathers we study that, pray that you'll speak to our hearts. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray, amen and amen. All right, take your Bibles and uh, turn. we're going to be in uh, the book of uh, Mark and the book of Luke. We're going to start off in Luke. So if you kind of want to just find both of those and maybe mark that somehow, we'll kind of be flipping back and forth. We'll be in the book of Matthew as well. Uh, but uh, for now, uh, the book of Mark and then uh, hold your place there and then go to the book of Luke. That's where we're going to start. And uh, you can kind of follow along there with your notes and do the fill in the blanks, and uh, we'll get into the lesson. Uh, praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! So we're looking at again. We're looking at an area. I've been trying to share with you uh, the area, you know, of some of these stories, and uh, we've been looking uh, here lately. Nothing's happening. Nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. Everybody turn around and look at Brad. (laughs) All right, following all the pieces up here. Like I said, the technology will always let you down. There we go. All right, I think it was me, brother. I think I was pressing the wrong button. (laughs) But, uh, all right, so uh, we're looking here. Of course, we see Israel there, the wedge-shaped uh, country, and pretty much as it is today. Uh, and um, we notice the arrow up there, that's pointing at the Sea of Galilee, that small body of water up there. And so that's the area we're looking at. As a matter of fact, most of Jesus' ministry was in and around that area. Uh, he was often referred to as the man from Galilee. Galilee and uh, uh and certainly that that was true he often went there uh, back and forth often and so a lot of the things you read about jesus is in and around that area so it kind of gives you an idea up in the northern part of israel and uh, this is just a blown up uh, map of the sea of galilee and the arrow is point, pointing towards capernaum And most believe this is where our story takes place. Um, We're pretty sure. I don't think we could be 100% sure. But uh, uh, based on, and you take the narrative of the Gospels, this was probably after uh, healing the maniac of Gadara. And there were a couple other things that took place in between this. But um, uh, that's the area in which we're looking at. And, of course, today uh, we are looking at uh, the woman that was healed with the issue of blood. And uh, so we're going to be studying that. Um, and uh, this is a great story. There's actually two wonderful miracles that take place uh, in this story. And um, he's actually, uh, he's, he's headed uh, towards um, he's headed uh, towards healing a little 12-year-old girl uh, that has a life-threatening disease at the request of her father. His name is Jairus. We'll read all this here in just a moment. So on his way to do this, there's... A throng of people in other words there's hundreds of people that are following him gathering around him i mean they're even kind of got him encompassed they're squeezing all around him and uh, so as he's headed that way uh, the bible teaches us that there is a woman that is defined with an issue of blood for 12 years uh, touched him specifically the hem of his garment Uh, and of course she believed if she could just touch jesus garment that she would be healed and of course she was right she was healed And uh, so we praise the Lord for that. And uh, as I said, there's hundreds of people uh, around him, bumping into him, yet he did know, I mean, what I'm saying is there were other people that were touching him, no doubt. But he felt, the Bible says, virtue come out of him. In other words, he knew someone touched him uh, out of faith, if you will, and and she was healed. And we'll we'll look at that. Uh, We'll also learn that this woman had been to many doctors and they could do nothing. Uh, but just one touch uh, from a heart of faith, uh, and the Bible tells us she was instantly and completely healed of that. Um, and uh, so it is, you know, you know, we'll talk about doctors and stuff like that. We're, the Bible doesn't uh, speak against going to the doctor, so I don't want you to think that. But I want you to understand that all healing ultimately comes from God. Amen. That's important to understand. Um, and so, really, God should be our first one we turn to amen (laughs) you know oftentimes a lot of people you know they run the gamut of professional help and then they decide to turn to God Uh, no we want to turn to God first amen Uh, and and what I mean by that is we certainly want to lift it up to God doesn't mean that you hold off uh, you know going to the doctor or anything like that but the point is is we need to understand that if we want healing in our bodies we need to make it a constant matter of prayer, amen, and, and, uh, and, the pr- and others be praying for us as well. And, and again, we won't be able to, to uh, look at all the aspects of that. But we are going to begin the story here. And again, I want you to understand, Psalm 103, 3 says, Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? But notice the last part, Who healeth all thy diseases? And certainly that's God, amen. Uh, and so praise the Lord. We, uh, that's our first line. That's who we go to first Uh, when dealing uh, with uh, disease. All right, so we're going to go ahead and jump into the story. We're there in the book of Luke chapter 8. Luke chapter 8. And we're going to see that Jairus asked Jesus to come and heal his daughter. And so that's how all this begins. So Luke chapter 8, beginning with verse 40, it says, uh, And behold, there came a man named Jairus, and he was a ruler of the synagogue. And he fell down at Jesus' feet and besought him that he would come into his house Uh, for he had one only daughter about 12 years of age but she lay a dying Uh, but as he went the people thronged him and uh, so we see there on your notes you can kind of jot these down uh, uh, fill in the blank there Uh, we see that Jairus was a ruler of the synagogue uh, and also Jairus daughter was 12 years old I think it's interesting. I've never really heard a message on this, but you know, the woman had the issue of blood for 12 years. I can't help but think there's some significance to that, but I never have really studied that out or heard anybody mention anything about that. Uh, but but we see there that uh, again, Jairus uh, uh, knows that Jesus is there. Of course, you know, news would spread quickly even that day, uh, and uh, a lot of people were around, and so he's headed there uh, to uh, uh, to heal. Uh, this, young, uh, this young girl who's 12 years old. Uh, we also see, letter B there, uh, Jesus and his disciples went with Jairus, and again, followed by many people. We read that there in verse 42. And so uh, we're not talking about just a, a dozen people here. There's, there's a crowd you know, of people that are surrounding Jesus as he's making his way uh, towards uh, healing uh, this, this little girl, this little maid. And then we go to letter C, we go to letter C, uh, a woman come behind Jesus, and through faith, uh, she touches uh, the hem uh, of Jesus' garment. Now for that, save your place in Luke, because we'll be back. We're going to read the book of Mark for that. So go to the book of Mark, uh, chapter 5, beginning with verse 25. It says, "In a certain woman which had an issue of blood twelve years, uh, and had suffered many things of many physicians, so a lot of uh, things going on. Twelve years, uh, seen a lot of doctors, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. Uh, you know, and hey, we've been there, haven't we? <laughs> you know, I mean, that goes on today, doesn't it? Uh, and so we're we're familiar with that. In verse 26, "...had suffered many things, many physicians, spent all she had, and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind uh, and touched his garment." So somehow she's made her way uh, through this crowd uh, and has uh, come up uh, behind him. And she said, "...for she said, If I may touch but his clothes, uh, I shall be whole." In other words, healed of that disease. Uh, and certainly we we know that's exactly what happened Uh, and so again some similarities there Uh, she had this disease for 12 years she had seen many physicians uh, and she had spent all that she had uh, and still was not healed and again these are things that we can relate to today I mean it, it happens today now praise the Lord you know I you know I I'm thankful we live in a day of technology and and uh, capabilities of of curing diseases, you know even twenty years ago, that would have been a lot harder to do, and so we're not against all that, uh, but uh, again, uh, we also know that sometimes none of that does any good, does it <laughs> you know so you know and again, it's up to God how those things take place. Uh, but again, uh you know we, we see that this woman, no doubt we can understand her her frustration, you know. Uh, and, and I believe she was, uh, you know, a Jew. She certainly had a concept of God, certainly had been praying, I, w- I would assume. Uh, but, but also we s- see there that man couldn't do anything uh, for her. Medicine couldn't even do anything for her uh, in this instance. And as it says there, she spent all she had was not healed. But also she was even worse. She, she wasn't getting better uh, at all. And so letter D... Uh, She felt in her body she had been healed after she touched Jesus' garment. Uh, We read that in verse 29 of Mark 5. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed uh, of that plague. Amen. Amen. That's wonderful. And then in letter E, uh, we see that Jesus asked who touched his clothes, and we see that in Mark 30, and Jesus immediately, knowing himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press. In other words, he turns around. He's looking at all the people, uh, and said, "Who touched my clothes?" Uh, and of course, we could probably understand, um, you know, the disciples. Now he was God. I, you know, I believe he. I believe soon as he saw her, he knew who it was. You know. But uh, uh, certainly, and even the question is raised there, it's like, I think it, maybe it was Peter, one of them said, you know, you're asking us who touched you when everybody's touching you, <laughs> you know? We're, we're in this big crowd. Uh, and, but he wasn't talking about those just kind of bumping into him for whatever reason. He knew that something, virtue had come out of him. He knew somebody through faith had touched him uh, and there was healing uh, that had, uh, had taken place. And then we see there in letter F, uh, the woman responds and tells Jesus why she touched him. We go back to the book of Luke for that. So, Luke chapter 8, I'll give you a second to find that. Luke chapter 8, beginning with verse 45. Luke chapter 8, beginning with verse 45. Uh, and Jesus said, Who touched me? All denied. Uh, Peter and they that with him said, Master, the multitude throng thee and press thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? Uh, and Jesus said, Somebody hath touched me, for I perceive that virtue has gone out of me. Now notice verse 47. And the woman saw that she was not hid. Uh, she came trembling, falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed uh, immediately. Uh, and so uh, I think this is great. Uh, we notice that she came trembling. <clears throat> trembling. She certainly was uh, humble about these types of things. But we notice that Jesus certainly comforts her. We see that in verse 48. And he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? Thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace. And so her faith in Christ had made her whole. Uh, and that's important to understand. You know, we need to, to uh, get a hold of that and always understand that. Again, uh, even when you know, uh, you know, we, we're thankful for doctors and nurses and and, uh, you know, physicians and those types of things, uh, but always understand they're used by God, amen? Uh, and we can find great comfort in that. And again, it's, it's God that does uh, the healing. Then we go to letter H. Jesus continues on to Jairus' house. So he's healed her. Now he's focused back on the miracle that started this whole process. And uh, we see there in the book of Luke, chapter 8, verse 49, and it says, while he yet spake, so he's talking uh, to uh, this, this woman, uh, has comforted her, and while that's going on, there cometh one from the ruler of the synagogue's house saying to him, thy daughter is dead, trouble not the master. And so while he's dealing with this woman, the little girl dies. I don't believe she was dead when the, when the ruler of the synagogue left. He said she lay a dying, but certainly was deathly ill. You know, there's another thought process that runs through my head. You know, maybe for a minute or two, was he thinking, you know, we don't know how long this took, this interaction, but was he thinking, you know, my daughter's dying, and now he's dealing with this lady. and You know, you know how we would probably be, right? You know, I mean, we'd be like, you know, and then, wow, if he hadn't have stopped and done that, would he have got there in time? You know, of course, uh, you know, limited understanding on those things, and certainly God didn't have to be there for her to live. Um, uh, but but he would uh, because God had a purpose in all of this uh, as well. And uh, so, uh, uh, let's see here. Did I, I didn't read the verse though, did I? Verse 49, did I read that? Yeah, I started to, but then I stopped. But when, verse 50, but when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, Fear not, thee, that is Jairus, believe only and she shall be made whole. And that's a pretty big, uh, you know, I mean, what he's saying here is, uh, I know, I know, Somebody has just told you that your daughter has died, but, but don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Now that, that just goes against, our, goes against our psyche, doesn't it? I mean, that, that, that would be hard, you know, uh, to, to deal with. Uh, but, but again, uh, the maid was told to be dead, uh, but Jesus tells Jairus not to be afraid, only believe. Amen. And uh, folks, there it is. You know, uh, despite whether Jesus heals or not, um, you know there, there is we always have to remember that that um, when bad things happen in our life bad news comes we still don't have to crawl off in a hole somewhere and wait to die right I mean we don't have to be afraid life can go on amen uh, and and I think that's important to understand uh, as well. Whether whether God heals or doesn't heal, I don't think we need to be afraid uh, uh, to go on. Certainly, there's a time of mourning. I believe that's biblical, uh, as particularly when you read in the Old Testament. But but again, uh, God doesn't want us to live, uh, you know, continually in that state of fear or dread or sorrow. Uh, I just simply don't believe that. And then uh, letter I at the house, the little girl is found dead. And several things take place here. Uh, go back to the book of Mark. Uh, continue to save your place in Luke. We may be back there. Mark chapter 5, verse 38. It says, He cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue, and seeth the tumult, and was the people, and them that wept and wailed greatly. And when he was come in, he saith unto them, Why make ye this ado, and weep? Why are you all upset? He says, The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. Now notice the reaction, and they laughed him to scorn. But when he had put them all out, he taketh the father and the mother of the damsel and them that were with him. Now him that were with him were uh, uh, Peter, James, and John. So he has those three. He has the mother uh, and father uh, of the damsel, that is the little girl, and them that were with him and entered in where the damsel was lying. And he took the damsel by the hand and said unto her, uh, uh, tall. Ta kumi, kumi, I think, which is, be, which is being interpreted damsel, which also means little girl, uh, I say unto thee, arise, verse 42, and straightway the damsel arose and walked, amen, for she was the age of 12 years. Uh, and they were astonished with a great astonishment. And uh, so we see there are several things. Uh, Jesus comes in, says, why are you weeping? Uh, of course, out of unbelief, they laugh him to scorn, you know. It's like, what are you talking about? You know, she's she's uh, she's dead, and, and you're saying she's only asleep, uh, but again, this was God, and Jesus uh, certainly commands the little girl to rise, and she is raised uh, from the dead, and uh, so praise the Lord! What a what a wonderful story there, uh, and uh, so again, we're we're go on down through here, uh, number, uh, uh, let's see, I, I messed up here. Okay. I thought there was another. Let's see. Was there only three? I thought there was four. Maybe not. No, nope, I'm sorry. I got mixed up. So, so that's the uh, uh, the end of what we learned there. And uh, does, does anybody have any questions or or comments or anything before we uh, get on to uh, uh, what we learn? I'm actually got ahead of myself again. So. Oh man, I'm all messed up. Okay. All right, so now we're back. Now we're back. All right, so all right, so any questions? Any questions, Miss Barbara? Not a question, but if the gentleman, the father mm-hmm. of, the, of the little girl, had witnessed that healing, mm-hmm. his response would be: could you figure the person who came from the home to tell the father right. that the girl is dead, don't bother the pastor? Sure. Mm-hmm. Right. When he was when the father was seeing the healing hour, maybe his response wouldn't have been positive. Maybe it wouldn't have been he wouldn't have gone on. And he could have been angry, he right. could mm-hmm. had, and and not received Jesus sure mm-hmm. his peril. Right, right. Um uh, right. right. uh, maybe that's why they needed to give see. We don't know how much he'd been exposed to actually what Jesus was just right. 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 Mm-hmm. He heard. Right. Right, yeah. Sure, so sure he could, could he right, amen, amen, in other words, what Miss Barbara's saying there uh, uh uh Jairus, you know started off with his daughter, but now he's seen this great miracle with this woman with the issue of blood. Miss Barbara's saying, and she's probably right, that certainly that should have been a a confidence boost for him, you know that hey, God, you know, I've seen this healing, uh and so that you know he can heal my daughter, you know. Uh, again, uh, I think that's a great point to make, and it very well—you know—we're kind of speculating there. Uh, but again, when it comes though to to the dying part, you know that really, you know that okay, this she was—you know—the uh, woman was sick. God healed her, but now we have somebody that's dead. You know that kind of brings on a whole a whole new level of faith, if you will. But no doubt, seeing God do that probably did help him. You know, it's like well, okay, he—you know—he certainly has you know the power to heal uh and so so very well could have have helped him as well and just to kind of go on with what miss barbara's saying there that's what we need too folks i mean everybody in here probably I, i can't be for sure but probably everybody in here knows a testimony of where god has healed somebody maybe somebody even you're close to uh and and so god does these things even today even by today's standards he heals okay uh, and so we can be confident and just look back at what he's done for others and certainly that ought to bring a little comfort to us all right anybody else have anything brother leon yeah amen yeah yeah amen amen yeah amen she uh you know who knows how hard that was to get get to there plus with the issue of blood and dealing with that and everything but it just shows a a level of confidence you know uh, in what God could do and that's what he says your faith has made thee whole uh, and so praise the Lord for that all right anybody else before we move on to what we learn okay all right so what we learn all right so like the woman with the issue of blood many go to a physician for their healing and uh, and we'll you know we'll elaborate on this a little bit that may sound like I'm saying never go to a physician that's not what we're talking about but, uh, but we will, I do want to talk about those some things here, uh, because we know that sometimes these things don't work out. And so there were several things uh, that this woman had dealt with concerning physicians. It wasn't until she spent all that she had that she went to Jesus. She spent 12 years of sickness and no man. They said the Bible says there are many physicians, and they weren't able to help her. And so Jesus was her only hope to be healed. And certainly that proved to be true uh, uh, in this story, and uh, so again we're just trying to trying to get you to understand uh, today uh, that when it comes to healing and so forth, uh, we're not against doctors. We'll talk more about that in just a moment. But it is God who heals, Amen. And uh, you know, as soon as we hear, you know, I, I don't care how small it may be, you know, your child has a headache. You know, I mean, the first thing that pops in my mind is Lord touch their body, heal them, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, and then if I have the proper medicine, I'll give them the medicine. But my point is, is that, you know, I'm, I'm trusting God here, okay? And uh, so again, we, if we just, you know, I, I don't know how people get through things like this without ever, you know, talking to God first. I, I think I've probably shared this story a few times with you, but, but uh, uh, one of my deacons at Bible Baptist, he always told the story, about prayer and and uh, it was some folks in his family I think but uh, a tragedy something was going on and and uh, uh, brother Don said we need to pray about this and one of his relatives said oh no has it come to that like you know things are so bad now the only option I have now is to pray no, 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 no. You should begin with prayer, Amen. That's where you start, not not as your last you know, when when man can't do me any good, then I'll turn to God. That no, that's not what we do, Amen. Uh, and so, so again, that's uh, uh, it's somewhat humorous, but it's sad, isn't it? You know, because I think that's where uh, a lot of people are at today, uh, unfortunately. And uh, so, again, I want you to understand the Bible isn't against uh, going to doctors, but prayer is the first thing we should do, not, not when uh, all else uh, fails in our mind. All right. So, letter B, sometimes we go through pain and sickness that God allows for a purpose. And this is probably, to me, the main teaching of this, you know, what we learn here. Um, uh, We see there, uh, Jesus rewarded the faith of the woman and Jairus as well. Uh, I think there's a great lesson in that. Uh, Number two there, uh, both healings uh, of the woman and Jairus' daughter helped the faith of others. Now, notice verse 36. um, And Jesus, as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he saith unto the ruler of the synagogue, be not afraid, only believe. Now, he said that in front of everybody. I mean, remember, the throng is still there. There's still people there. And even though this was directed uh, towards uh, even the woman and, and, and Jairus, this throng of people were still there. And so certainly there was a lot of other people uh, that heard this uh, and saw it with their own eyes and certainly, hopefully, had a, had a positive impact on them. Uh, but also to show uh, God is above all men. As we read there in verse 26 of the book of Mark, chapter 5, verse 26, we see there that she'd spent all she had, saw many, you know, uh, suffered many things of many physicians, but, but grew worse. You know? uh, but, but God is above all men. What men can't do, God can do. Amen? Uh, and uh, so praise the Lord for that. And uh, so certainly we, we learn that uh, through this, uh, that... Uh, you know, no matter how skilled we may be uh, in the medical field, uh, God is still above all that because God created us, you know, and he knows uh, all about us and our physical needs and those types of things. All right. Uh, also, what we learned too, uh, still underneath letter B there, flip page, I think, on your notes, uh, also to bring glory to God. Now, we're going to go to the book of Matthew for a minute or two, so go ahead and turn there, Matthew chapter 9. And uh, we'll see some things from that. And then we'll get into the principles. But uh, Matthew chapter 9, verse 26, uh, notice uh, what it says. And the fame hereof went abroad into all that land. Uh, And, of course, uh, this was after the little maid uh, was was raised from the dead. And so certainly, you know, there are times when we go through sicknesses and things in our life that uh, are to bring glory to God. Amen. As a matter of fact, it's my experience, but also I believe the Bible teaches us this, is that often that's when we're able to to be the best witness we can be is when we are going through a trial. In other words, it's easy for us to stand up and say, I have faith in God, God's so good to me, when everything is right, when everything's going our way. Uh, But I'm always amazed at those that are going sometimes even through a worse trial than I am, and I'm kind of pouting around about it and down in the dumps, and and then they, they are praising God and giving God glory, that helps me to say, hey, you know, that's, 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 the, that's the, the, one of the benefits of having Jesus Christ in your life and, you know, <laughs> you know being saved. Uh, and certainly that brings glory to God. You know, who wouldn't want that? Amen. Uh, and so to bring glory to God. Um, also to reveal the true source of comfort. And certainly that is true as well. Matthew chapter 9, verse 22. But Jesus turned him about when he saw her. He was talking to the uh, woman with the issue of blood. Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And uh, certainly when God uh, uh, works in our life in that way, it should always bring us a great comfort, you know, that we have a God who loves us uh, and is concerned about us, uh, as we'll look at here in a moment, just as even an individual. All right, so we're going to get into the principles and then we'll be, we'll be done and we'll have a little time for some comments and stuff. But does anybody have any questions about uh, what we learned uh, there? Anything, everything clear? Okay, all right, all right. Well, let's jump into the principles here. And so principles to be applied. Um, uh, go back to the book of Mark there, if you will. Uh, go back to the book of Mark uh, chapter 5. And uh, so number one... Uh, Faith is what makes us whole. Amen. Amen to that. So again, we read there that in verse 34, he said unto her daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Um, And just a couple sub points underneath that uh, there on your notes. God does not choose to heal everyone. We need to remember that. Okay, doesn't choose to heal everyone, but everyone should go to God with their illness. Amen. Uh, And so I think that's important to understand. As noted before, it's not unbiblical to go to physician, but it's God who allows healing by whatever means he deems. And I think that's always important to understand. That's why we always need to give God the glory any time that uh, we're healed or made to feel better, uh, even, if you will, with modern medicine. Uh, I think that's important. All right, so faith uh, is what makes us whole. Number two, Jesus knew all. Um again, this is uh, uh, just something to you know, want you to kind of understand that Jesus is God. Certainly he was limited uh, to certain degrees. Now his deity was always in place, but when he took on human form, it certainly... Uh, limited him for a period of time, if you will. But I still believe God, you know, Jesus knew all this. You know, kind of like the woman at the well. I must needs go through Samaria. I believe that uh, uh, God knew that uh, Jesus is, that is, knew that uh, God was going to reveal some wonderful things here. Mark chapter 5, again, verse 30. Jesus immediately knowing himself that virtue had gone out of him, so he knows all things. He turned, says, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude who touched me and looking round about to see her that had done this thing. And uh, so I, I believe that as soon as he saw, you know, out of all the people, he knew who it was, okay? Um, and uh, so Jesus knew all. And uh, the other point to that is, folks, is that, that uh, you know, God does know that we're hurting, amen? And he does know when we're sick and those types of things, okay? Uh, it's important to understand. Uh, we do not need to be afraid, as he told uh, the... Uh, uh, as he told uh, Jairus there in verse 36, um, he said, uh, be not afraid, only believe. And uh, so we don't have to fear these types of things. Uh, God cares about individuals. Uh, you know, another important thing. Um, and when she, this individual heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. And so we see here God working in the individual's life and, and he wants to work in your life uh, as, as well. And then uh, finally, number five, Jesus can do the impossible. And that's exactly what he did in both instances there. Um, He uh, healed uh, the woman with the issue of blood, and he raised this little girl from the dead uh, as well. And uh, so just some some wonderful principles there to be applied. And uh, so uh, that is the end of the lesson. Does anybody have anything to add or a question or comment or brother true? Don't turn me off just yet, brother. Yeah. Right. The right. Amen. 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 So, Brother True, just saying, you know, what we've been learning here today that at the end of the day, it's still God that heals, and oftentimes he's able to do what man can't do. I mean, how many in here, I'm just, just curious, how many in here, uh, it doesn't happen all the time, but have had instances in their family or heard where the doctors gave up hope, said they only had a week to live, and some of those people are still alive today. A lot of hands. You know, a lot of hands. Hey, listen, God still heals. You know, sometimes people ask me, does God still heal today? Absolutely. He heals all the time. Amen. And uh, so we praise the Lord. uh, Praise the Lord for that. All right. So next week, we're going to be, next week's lesson, we're going to be looking at the Good Samaritan. And uh, so if you want to read on ahead and study that out a little bit before next week, uh, that would be good. All right, any other questions, comments? All right, all right. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer, and then we'll be dismissed. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the blessings of life, your love, your mercy, your grace. And uh, Father, thank you for this wonderful lesson.